All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Tater Talk. Recorded here in the very blustery South Florida at Tate's Comics. Woo! 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 Bringing you all of the crispiest, morose business. Because it's a sad one. Morose, morose, morose. Tears, 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 tears. And I am calling to the guardian to the Watchtower of the North. Men on filmy, Anthony. Jesus, my man. I'm Brian. I just would prefer to be a watcher myself. I don't necessarily want to be part of the craft in any way. But yes. uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll give it to you. I want to be that crazy bitch who runs through red lights. Joke. That's what I was just doing. No, I'm taking it. I don't know. You're it's not Ferizla Bulk. You're more of a Nev Campbell. <gasps> Hurtful. She's awesome. Yeah, but but I'd rather be the chick that loses her hair. That's much more like me. If I lost my hair, I'd You're freak out. You're not a racist. No. No. Oh. You don't want to be the chick who loses her hair, the bitchy cheerleader. Oh, yeah, I'm not a bitchy cheerleader. Joe. <laughs> and I'm the background character opening their locker and then closing it and never being seen again. Oh, my Jen. God. You got a craft reference. Yeah. That you only got because Joe's at the craft. You're welcome. Absolutely. Thank you, Joe. <laughs> I got you, girl. Still works. <laughs> you know, it's funny. The actress that was the one who loses her hair. She's been, in, you know, she's Ben Stiller's wife. She's been yeah. in a billion movies, and she'll always just be Melanie from Hey Dude to me. Oh, yeah. uh, same, <laughs> same. She will always be Melanie. Which apparently she still gets recognized. Like apparently mm. she has a story about how like Paris Hilton came up to her years ago and was like, "Oh my God, Melanie from Hey Dude," and she was like, "What? <laughs> That's the thing you know me from?" The best thing about her though is that every single movie that she's in with Ben Stiller, she hates his character. So it's autobiographical. Yes, it's autobiographical. Well, now that they're divorced, I bet it definitely is. Oh, they're divorced? I didn't know that. Yeah, like two years ago. That's they're so still sad. like friends or whatever. They seem so cute. Boo. <laughs> Anyways, that was a good craft reference. It was. It was. We went places with that. <laughs> do you know the craft, Jen? You I do. Craft? Okay. I do. I don't know it quite well enough to do better than an extra for a reference. You could have picked literally any of the other... I know. I you could have been true. You, 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 been been the, you don't even know which one true is. No, I don't. You, you could have been the water boy. It. You could have been Skeet Ulrich. You could have oh. been... Uh, uh, Every time someone says his name, I go to Aaron's mom. <laughs> uh. You could have been Brecken Meyer. You could I have been Robin Tooney. Okay. You don't know who Robin Tooney is. No. She's like the main character. Yeah. Sarah. Oh, the and, main bitch. And Brecken Meyer is John from the Garfield movies. Basically. <laughs> Actually, I like him from Rat Race more than anything and else. And the voice of Boba Fett in Robot Chicken. Is it really? Yeah, oh. he's always he always yeah. does Boba Fett. So he's That's like, so funny. He's like, Solo. Hey. He does a lot of voices in real yeah. life. Well, he's like executive producer. Yeah. But yeah, so Robin Tooney is the main character. She did that movie right after, she, right after she did Empire Records. So that whole movie, she's wearing a wig. It's a good oh. wig, except for some scenes. Oh, no. He, he's also the skateboarder and Clueless. Yep. Wow. I haven't thought about that in a while, but yeah, that's yeah. true. He, he's the one who's super into Marvin the Martian. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what Clueless is about at this moment in time. Oh my god, I can I, I have tell a, you well, the I, entire plot. Oh, I, yeah. I, the girls made me watch it once. I think it was that in Greece. I had to sit down and watch it the same day because I had never seen them, and I, I so not a, not a fan of Clueless personally. So you're Clueless. I was quite Clueless, um, <laughs> I, but I it was been so plot. long. Yeah, I know you great. you put it on every once in a while in the store, and then I, the only parts I remember is that she had a. Uh, what is it? The a rotating like thing, like a dry cleaner. Oh yeah, yeah, her closet, her and closet she used the computer outfits. to pick her outfit on. Yeah, I was, was like, oh, that's interesting. And that Paul Rudd is a vampire. Those are the only yeah, things yeah. I get from yeah. that movie. It's also the beginning of all the stepbrother stepsister porn. Sit now. Because <laughs> she does, she ends up dating him. Yeah, does she? Well, because he's not really. Well, it's not even stepbrother. It's her stepbrother, and then his mom and her dad get divorced. 
So they're like ex stepbrothers. So he comes over because he's like, because like, still technically they're yeah, because their dad's like, share you divorce wives, not children. And I I love the part where like she goes, actually, yeah, you do. My favorite line in that whole movie, though, is like the scene when she's getting robbed. And I like she's like, this is an Alaya. And he's like, a what? A really important designer. I'm like, this is great. <laughs> Here's Brittany a good Murphy one. was in that movie. Yes, yeah, she is. I love yeah. Brittany Murphy. Uh, Brittany Murphy, um, Stacey Dash, a ton of people. Breckenmeyer. Breckenmeyer. Here's a quick question. Yeah. Clueless movie or Clueless TV show? Movie. Wait, they made a TV show? Oh, yeah. It went yeah. on for like four seasons. It was on UPN. What? It starred all their stunt doubles. No, because yeah, I know uh, Donald that, Faison was still in it, and yeah. so was uh, uh, the redhead. Uh, the redhead, yeah. yeah. We want the redhead. And was yeah. St- no Stacey Dash wasn't in it. No, I don't think she was. I, I'm pretty I sure she was. was. Was she? I think she also was. All right. And then this is gonna be a dumb reference only for Joe and Brian. Sorry, Jen. No. And then the person who played Cher, um, Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone's character, is the woman with the annoying ass dog on Snakes on a Plane that yes. flirts with the rapper. I, for me, I, I learned Alicia Silverstone's name from Blast of the Past, which is terrible. Well, the TV the TV version of Cher is oh, the Oh, the TV yeah, version is really on, on Snakes on the Plane. But yeah. I'm realizing now, I, I remember her name purely from a totally different thing that's awful. Yeah. I liked Blast of the I Past. Know, I know Alicia Silverstone from Crush. Well, that's not bad. I didn't watch that movie too much later in life. It's a weird movie. For me, it's from the Aerosmith uh, yeah. music video. Yeah. Which Crying, is right at the same time. That is a great music that video. That one, and then also Batman and Robin. Nope, didn't know. I already um, knew her name at that Uncle point. Uncle Alfred. <laughs> it's me, Barbara. It was so bad. I go to school in England, and you're British, but I'm American. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that like part where like they're doing the thing, and she's like, "Just flip it upside down, boys." I'm like, "Shut up, <laughs> just shut up." Also, why did Alfred just have a suit? Whatever. It's, That's it's a fine. whole these separate are, these episode. Are, these are things we don't need to know about. <laughs> no. Do you ever watch Crush, Jen? I don't think so. Okay. Let me give you this real quick. Before we go on the same, I'm going to ask you a question. Crush. It stars Alicia Silverstone when she was 15. Okay. And it is a thriller. What do you think it's about? Is it a stalker? Pretty much. Ooh. But she's the stalker. Okay. Think of it like Hand That Rocks the Cradle, the teen edition, but like rated R. Damn. Maybe it was rated PG-13, but yeah, she's like. No, that's that's a really good analogy basically for that. hand it the really, rocks the cradle it's the, it's the teen version of that i love rebecca the, de mornay what's the name of the one with uh marky mark and um oh no. i'm out i'm already know. happy he said marky mark is it not him no she, i don't know what do you, what do you uh, i can't remember the female lead but it's like she's in an abusive relationship and oh god oh my god it was, i saw it oh my god i saw it in college i'm trying to remember Oh, never mind. Uh, I'll come up. I'll come up with it later. I'm right. not going to. Is it, it the one where he's also part of like a killer squad? A bunch of guys that kill people, and someone in the movie goes, "What are you guys? A boy band? Is it that one?" No, I don't no? think so. Okay. I don't Maybe know, it's man. on him. I've seen a lot of Funky Bunch movies, so you have. All right, let's let's get let's into move it on. Let's move okay. on. It's been a very long tangent to begin <laughs> this episode. Sorry about it. Go see Crush. My bad. Or don't. It's fine. <laughs> or or do she she needs the support. No, she doesn't. Alicia Silverstone needs to support. No, she doesn't. I support her through Batman and Robin. Oh. Because then a lot of people get supported through that. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, including Chris Support her through Blast from the Past. Then Brendan Fraser gets support as well. He needs it. He needs it. Yeah, he needs it, actually. Blast from the Past. Him and his hairline need it. Oh. Him and his multiple injuries need it. Poor guy. Anyways. Comics. 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 Let's get into it. Anthony, what did you read this week? Powers of Ten. Ooh. Yes. Was that number three? Number 
three. Yeah, because yeah. this was the double this is, two yeah, and three. Yes. And I actually see why it was a double issue. Like, Agreed. not double issue, but, like, one week and another. Mm-hmm. Probably the best issue of Powers of Ten so far and the most straightforward and the one where I came away feeling like I actually had a grasp of what is happening. Yeah. Yep. So it was awesome. I mean, at the same time, I think, yeah, no, exactly. And it worked so well with the previous issue. Um, yeah, so the previous it, issue, I think, I was, like, I was like, I don't get this. I don't know why this is even here. And now having read this one, I'm like, oh, you're kind of like one issue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, so, absolutely. I really I, enjoyed this one. I did as well. I, I did like being right about something for once. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Which just means the next issue. Oh, I'm, I'm so completely wrong. wrong. I'm completely wrong. <laughs> I, liked, I liked the crux of... So, was, okay, maybe rephrase that. It is. In the past, you know, the X-Men have fought Nimrod. Yes. But Nimrod they fought has never actually been from their timeline. Correct. He's mm-hmm. been from the future. Maybe not even their future. A future. Well, he wasn't from their future. He's from... Just because the way it works. Uh-huh. So it's been always this thing as an X-Men reader that at some point you knew we were going to have to encounter the day Nimrod came online. And I like that this is like, it's almost like Terminator Judgment Day. Like, this is it. Mm-hmm. This is the moment he comes online. Yeah. And it's just cool to see it unfolding. Like, oh shit, I I knew this was going to happen, but I didn't realize this is going to happen. But like that whole thing of her like being in the tomb so they could get that thing and put it inside of her and then kill her. Mm-hmm. Like, this is cool it was really cool i like that we learned that that is original zorn and original wolverine oh, yeah. um i like that we now know who the magneto lookalike is it's emma frost and polaris is well, chimera two people to put together i know yeah. two people to put together I'm like wow those Ooh. two powers do not need to be combined Ooh, no <laughs> sinister you are crazy yeah yeah it, i liked it it was really yeah it was really solid it was a solid book um there wasn't a ton of like mid wordy mid pages or anything yeah. like that mm-hmm. um the graph is back which i love the graph yep <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's something that's gonna wind up on my wall um but yeah no i agree with you and we really saw a priest solid. slash cardinal fight i love when he's oh. like hey as a pacifist but i took a terminal uh apocalypse seed so uh i'm not so yeah. i'm gonna kill you even oh. though even though i am i uh i can i can i can function well enough without it <laughs> i can i can move past that now yeah i'm gonna kill you yep. and it was really cool mm-hmm. i I really mm-hmm. liked this issue. Agreed. It, so. it was a very good issue. Very much so. And uh, let's go to you, Joe. What did you read? <laughs> Jen uh, decided to be extra mean with her choices this week really for some reason. Mean. And she gave um, you pizza. You gave her pizza. I, uh, yeah, no. I brought pizza. And I, I had to read Pearl number 12. Oof. Is it, I don't know. Is, is it as bad as a drag queen? No. Flazé Da is amazing. <laughs> Pearl is legit. Wake up. Wake up, Pearl. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, get if anyone who listens to this and if you do watch RuPaul's Drag Race, get rid of the idea that Pearl is Pearl because it's not, um, which I was wishing and hoping for as I looked at the cover, but it's, it's really not. Um, I don't know how to explain what happened in this book, but I will explain what the book looks like. And then if someone could tell me what was happening, I would be really happy. So imagine you went to a coffee shop with your friends and all of you and your friends look like you and your friends do. So you're like normal people. You're not like Jennifer Aniston and the friends from Friends. You're not like supermodels. You're not drawn by Joe Mad. You're not drawn by anybody that matters. You're, you're taking pictures of you and your friends and then throwing those pictures into Photoshop and then layering those pictures, turning them black and white, and then layering them eight more times. And then... Then, just for shits and gigs, you're throwing a LUT that does, like, sepia tone. Or does. <laughs> <laughs> so, so imagine, imagine that, if you will, 
you went to a coffee shop with your friends. It is not even Starbucks. We're talking like a normal coffee shop, like the coffee house. Awesome, you know? Sometimes Hoss. maybe not. The house. Coffee house. Whatever. I don't go to coffee shops. I don't fucking know. All I know is that there are <laughs> them, okay? They exist. So, you're at this coffee shop. You're taking pictures. You put them in Photoshop. You decided to take these pictures of you and your friends, and because maybe you're not like a professional photographer who understands angles or how to draw people or how to do anything that is visually appealing to the eyes. You decide you're going to take those three shots that you took of your friend, the same three shots, and you're just going to use all three of them, add some word bubbles, lots and lots of word bubbles. You're going to write your friend's names on your shirts. Like one of their name, one of the names is Rick. And when, the, when there's a word bubble over it, it looks like his shirt says Dick. Uh, you're you're going <laughs> to do things like that. And then you're going to take those pictures, you're going to put them in paper, and you're going to make a comic book out of it. That, that then, comic book. Oh, my God. And you're going to get to a fourth issue. Uh, yeah, you're, I don't know how the 12 has happened. It's a fourth issue that's a part of an entire imprint world. It's okay. part of Jinx World. Oh, okay. that makes sense. So, yes. it's, it, 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 huh. so, so that's what you do. You, you're you creating a comic book about this girl who, uh, I guess, has some sort of uh, extra power, extraordinary power to be able to speak to people like a normal person. I don't know. Um, it's a superpower, apparently. <laughs> and there's FBI agents, and there's, like, spies, and then this squad of motorcycle riding Asians pop up called the Nagasaki Nine and it's a clan and there's a war and there's blowing up and exploding things and bikes are everywhere and then at the end she's hanging out with her dad hugs her dad super awkwardly and he's like yeah this has been a great day the end you know if they were the Sun on Yi they would have killed them all you know they wouldn't fuck with us if they knew we were Sun on Yi the Sun on Yi would have killed them all I will say I'm looking at the the book now and uh, it doesn't actually say art by because it's not art like i know that. that's what i'm saying like it has oh, letters oh, design editing he just reminded me there is pages by the way that look like you had drawn on a piece of paper with a pencil with a, and then you took those pictures of this with a macro lens zoomed in real close to the pencil is that Nicki minaj it looks like it i will say okay it this being a part of jinx world makes sense because uh scarlet is much the same way Scarlet is very much this. Mm. However, Scarlet does have some art on top of it, and it does have a little bit more stylistic, I don't know, like pencils or whatever yeah. you want to say. But it's not this, though. This is very much just, hey, look, this is a picture. Cover artist looks like the same one who did Jessica Jones or Alias. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Mac. So oh. it's a different, yeah, this is a, this is actual art. <laughs> Let's just say I read that, and I was really glad that I already read Hellboy and Strayed. Those are both really good. If you're going to read Pearl, why don't you read Hellboy and Strayed number one right afterwards to wash that out of your eyeballs? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, you're welcome. It's a good, uh, good You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Jen, you're terrible. Yeah, you why are you her? terrible to uh, to Joe? She gave you pizza. That's the point. She gave you pizza. She has to. Yeah, I know. I know she has <laughs> That's to. That's the whole joke. <laughs> I know. Well, I'll go next. I, I, will, I will tell you what, my, what book I read. Uh, I read several, but the one I'll talk about is Snot Girl. Uh, Snot Girl is about a, let's just say, an influencer uh, who is on Instagram and, and all the all the little things. And um, I like all the little all things. the little things. You know what she they are. She does TikToks. You know she does she she does the webs. <laughs> she snaps you know? the chat. She's she, on the she's, interwebs. She's into it. She does an internet. And uh, so this is issue fourteen. So there is a lot of story that has happened before this. However, the her crux, the reason why she's called Snot Girl, is that she has allergies. And her nose begins to like run uncontrollably, and uh, it's like green, thick snot comes oh. out of her nose. It's uh, it's really, it's really, uh, it's really uh, tasteful. 
<laughs> so this issue is is about uh, her friends or her friends finally going to get married. Uh, who she lovingly refers to as Norm Girl because she's the normal girl that she knows. Uh, she's wow. really she's really nice to her friends. That's a uh, <laughs> she hey, doesn't normie. The, she doesn't know about it though. She just has all these different names that for her friends oh. that they don't know about. Uh, so yeah, but she's getting card. married to a guy who is not very awesome, and so this 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 comic is all about his bachelor party. And, oh, that kind of not awesome. that type of. That type of funness to it, and uh, this mur- this book this murder this book includes murder uh, in it, which is comes out of left field, but doesn't uh, if you have been reading the book so far, uh, and it includes some some revelations, some some intrigue, some mystery. Is it not really snot? Oh, it's still snot. Oh, oh it's absolute snot. I was hoping like maybe it was like. Spider-Man's not. Or she just like shoots it out and grabs shit and kills people with it. <laughs> this is not a superhero book. So I know. This is a Brian O'Malley. Yeah. Book. Uh, but it is. It's got some betrayal. <gasps> it's got some friendship breaking stuff going on. Ooh. Yeah. It's got a. It's got a lot going on for it. A lot more than you would think. Snot Girl is about. <laughs> <laughs> but if you've been reading the book. It is. It does shed some light on a lot of on a lot of things. So, if you've been reading it, it's still a good read. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, I want to live the life where my problem is allergies. <laughs> oh, for the first like ten issues, that is her problem. I was just saying, like, <laughs> I'm so beautiful, but allergies. Oh, yeah. That's the. Uh, that's yeah. I want that life. That was the book for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, round us out there, Jen. All right, so I read, actually went for a second issue. I went to uh, Jane Foster Valkyrie. All right. It was good. It was solid. I was kind of expecting Bullseye to be more of a continuing villain. Okay. Um, But nah. Nah. (laughs) It's not happening. No, um, instead we got Heimdall, who is dying slowly, and instead of going to Valhalla or Hell, he wants to just, like, stop existing after death and so it seems like she's gonna take him there and so that's like where the series is gonna run it was really good i like the art um pretty low by blow she does defeat him yeah it was good okay um i'm looking at the cover does bullseye actually ride a uh, valkyrie or not valkyrie Uh, but um pegasus pegasus Pegasus. 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 um yes uh he does it's so the sword he stole in the first issue mm-hmm. um, makes him even more or even better at weapons and stuff like that. But it also, because it's um, Brihilda's sword, it also summons the Pegasus. Oh, okay. So then in the last issue, it ended with him swooping in on the Pegasus with the sword and stabbing Heimdall. Oh. Um, it, was, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was a great shot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. Nice. That's uh. That is some book right there. Yeah, <laughs> I love that cover though. Yeah, it's that's a great really cover. Nice cover. I, I never thought I would like see or or even hear about like oh yeah, uh, Bullseye is going to be riding on a Pegasus. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. You know, <laughs> that is definitely something I never thought I'd see. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, so it was good. It was a good read. Um, pretty standard. Nothing yeah. super crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, especially with the first issue ending the way it did. Um, it was pretty, pretty, pretty setting, solid. Setting up solid, setting up where they're going. Okay. 
if you want to continue with the book, it's definitely a, a must read. Yeah, still still worth it. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. Very nice. Well, I guess that's our comic talk then. Yeah. Or at least our individual comic talk. Real page there turners. Yeah, page turners. Speaking of page turners and words. Oh Sorry, I just started to yawn and you were talking about Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our book of the week oh, no. this week. More is, yawning coming on. Is uh, Superman Year One, Black Label, number two. And How is this a black label book? I don't know. I have no idea. The only the only thing that is slightly black label is Poseidon talking about marrying his daughter. But even then, that's just Poseidon. Yeah. Like, He's just weird like that. Yeah. And those Greek societal gods. norms. Yeah. Okay, guys? <laughs> Greek mermen god people have different norms and we should not impose our own societal norms on them. Jeez, but like ha- half this book <laughs> was boot camp. But like Superman boot camp, oh so it's like God. so then so like the book is like oh don't stand you know his father's ringing in his ears like you know don't stand out and then he does nothing but stand out for the rest of yeah. like the first yeah. half. Oh I'm gonna gosh, shoot yeah. every gun and just only hit the center, but don't stand out. He's he has no idea what he's doing. I mean, no, <laughs> I didn't read the first one, so I don't I don't get it. I don't oh. even understand if you don't want to stand out. You shouldn't go into the military where they're just gonna test you and train you and try to break you when you're unbreakable. Yeah, it was. It was not the best ideal. I I did I did like his his um his petty officer, who was actually really cool with him. Um, I did like his banter back and forth with him, and how he does actually like keep his secret, even though he doesn't mm. know exactly what a secret is. You know, he does have a secret. Gee golly! Yeah, <laughs> that's what uh, got me. The dialogue in this book. Was the dialogue like was what a kid would think a drill sergeant would say. What a kid no, would think adult it's, language is. It's the is. kid that saw the the like a thirty second TV spot for Full Metal Jacket and how it had nothing <laughs> wrong with it. Yeah, that's that's where the kid got all this from. It reminds me of okay, so in Pete and Pete, okay, you had Big Pete and Little Pete. Yes, and Little Pete always had the like. At the time when I was a kid, I thought devastating insult. Oh, but now. <laughs> As an adult, I'm like, oh, well, of course I thought that at the time. Yeah. I was like 10, 11. But he'd be like, what's up, gut bucket? How you doing? Snot underwear. And I'm like, these are great. This is like the same shit that was being said. In fact, I think he calls someone gut bucket. Yeah. And I don't yes, know. Yes, I think he did. I don't know why you get a writer who's openly said how much he hates Superman. And he thinks Superman's one of the worst characters out there to write a Superman book. He, he's writing an Aquaman book. I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> so he he doesn't want to write it. Superman so he just cannot breathe underwater like that. You can now. I get. Well, it's not continuity. I, but I think whatever. what I think what well, I mean. Yeah. I think what he's trying to say in this book because I saw how you know he, he he says that he lets out all the air and then he can just exist. So I think his body is more so like this. Also explains how he can survive in outer space because he doesn't even need he air. Need well, no, he says in the book now start breathing in the water because he says let all the air out now breathe in the water and I was like you can't do that. Uh, I just thought I I I, I, uh, I took that as br- uh, put in the water into your lungs so that you don't float. So that way you don't have air, but I don't know. I, I took it as he doesn't have to breathe because he's a god. Um, it's terrible because it's also terrible. terrible. Kudos to see Ramita draw a different male face, even though it's basically his Diana face. Yeah, for young Clark, he's very I, pretty. Yeah, I, I personally didn't mind it. Um, I do. I would like to see the where it goes. I, I, I will read the third one just to see how this ends. Third and final issue. Third and final issue. Uh, but there is nothing about this book that is a black label no. or must be a black label or or anything black label wise. I yeah. could just see us being a normal, just a normal Superman book that's a year one. Yeah. Admittedly, I'm also 
very hit or miss on Frank Miller. Yes. I'm I'm very miss specifically on later years Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I loved his run in Daredevil to a point. Yeah. I liked Sin City to, to a, a point. point. Yeah. Did not like 300 that much. Did not like recently Xerxes. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm also like, oh, I don't like any of your dialogue. Because a lot of Frank Miller's dialogue, it's like these adult situations with the shittiest like kid dialogue. Like yeah. the one where he's like, lights out. So are the brains. I'm like, oh, because oh, oh, you shot him in the head. Ah, whatever. There <laughs> is one where he's like, this is uh, Superman's inner dialogue was like, this is really honking me off. You know, it's just Jesus. like, uh, uh, I don't, I didn't, I didn't like it. Uh, I, I didn't like that, that dialogue. I will say I, I was wondering where Aquaman is in all this. Right. And I, yeah. And I, I came to a, a theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like since this is year one, you know, this is take place in the past. Um, I have a feeling that uh, he's going to be Aquaman's dad. That he's going to get together with Lori, and they're going to have a child, and that's and they're going to name him Arthur. Is Lori his mom in the I regular comics? I, no, do we, no, okay. I don't think no. so. But I'm just saying. No, Atlanta is his mom in the regular comics. Okay, but like this is Atlantis. There's oh. somebody, and that's it, Poseidon's only daughter. So unless there's a coup or something and he ends up taking Lori away, that's my theory. My theory is that he's going to have a son named Arthur. Is it set present day? Because maybe he's like his grandfather. No, it's, I don't think it's present day. No, I don't think so. But I could be wrong. So there's a. I'm trying to find it. There's a dialogue in here that really pissed me off. <laughs> oh, wait, I think you're right. I think it does. Because it does have some modern technology in it. I think in a couple of... It has some modern technology in a couple of panels, but, but I don't know. I, the the way they talk threw me off so bad. Yeah, I had really no idea. <laughs> agreed, agreed. Um, but are, uh, yeah, what's up? Are all the year ones interconnected, or is each year one a separate little? I think each black label book is a separate okay. continuity, separate everything. So okay, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I I'm looking forward to the third one just to see yeah. where this ends. However, it's probably going to take me an hour to read with all the dialogue that's, that's going on. That's a problem. The dialogue was not great, and there was a lot of it. Was it was a lot of it. It um, was a book. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a book more so than a graphic novel. But yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how that whole his now he's now king of Atlantis is going to play out. It seems yeah. super weird. This piece dialogue pissed me the hell off. He's a freight train trying to catch a Zephyr. Yeah. Well, like, Shut the Louise. hell up. I think I'm already biased. I don't like Superman, so it was already kind of when we, when that was chosen for the book. I was like, why? Yeah. Why are we making me read this book? I don't like Superman. I'm going to be auto upset about this. I'm like, oh, well, it's Frank Miller because I I loved Sin City and quite a lot mm-hmm. of the other things Frank Miller's done. So I'm like, yeah, maybe it'll be all right. No. It's really not. It, it's really terrible. <laughs> you know what? It's or somehow it's it's Frank Miller, yet it's coming out on time <laughs> way more than Doomsday Clock. Yes. Oh my god. Or many other of their books that they have released. And Frank Miller used to never be on time, so oh. I, I have a feeling that they waited for every single script of his to be yeah. and all of the arts before they did anything. That's actually how it became a black label book. They were like, We just need to put this out. Yeah. We've been waiting for so long. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I can't fathom how that is a black unless in the last issue he just starts fucking ripping people in half and shit and like banging them in the skulls. I don't understand how this is gonna be a black label book. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean and at this point, even if you tried hard to make it a black label book, it just would be We see really... super dick pop up out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? There should have been a penis. That yeah. would have made this black label. It's fine. There he is, walking around, dick waving. <laughs> and you could have gotten away with it because it's Ramita, so it just would have been a series of cubes. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two cubes. <laughs> Two cubes and a slightly bigger cube on top. And, uh, and a rectangle. Uh. <laughs> and whoever the colorist of this book was did a terrible job. Clark was changing race every other panel. It's like pale, <laughs> tone, tan, really dark, pale again. And I'm like, what's happening? I will say the covers look nice. Yeah. I yeah. do really like cover Absolutely. A. That one. Yeah. I don't like cover B. Yeah. 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 You know what? We'll see where it goes. I will read the third one. I'll probably choose it as my comic. I'll probably still week. read it just to see. But yeah. uh, I'm we, out. Nope. Yeah, I know. I'm not gonna. Ha- we won't have it as for the comic of the week. But I'll probably just talk. about Did it not like. That. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, Yay! I'll get to hear how it ended. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's this week's comic of the week. Woo. A resounding woo. okay. A resounding woo. Yeah. <laughs> woo. Uh, so yeah, now let's get on to the news. <laughs> so uh, not, not too much went on this week. So we'll probably, not probably, we'll just talk about D23. That is the predominant thing that has been going on. Uh, it is actually still going on. So we mm-hmm. will not obviously be discussing everything because who knows what's going to happen later on tonight, tomorrow. Yep. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's get into it though. Let's start off with that Lizzie McGuire sequel series. <laughs> Ooh, I'm here for it. Yeah, you're highly into that. Here for that. <laughs> I love me some Duff. <laughs> you love the Duff? I love the Duff. Mm-hmm. Hillary Duff. Like, like Homer loves the Duff? She taught me what it was like to be gay and insult a girl for wearing a skirt as a top. <laughs> okay. She had an anti-gay com- like commercial like forever ago, like anti-bad, like, like where like these two girls are in the store. I'm like, that is so gay. That is so gay. And she goes, you know you shouldn't say that. And they're like, what do you mean? And she goes, you shouldn't say that is so gay. And they're like, Ugh. She goes, well, you said it when you said something stupid. You shouldn't do that. Like, what if everybody said, hmm, that is so girl wearing a skirt as a top. And they meant stupid. And then she walks away. She's like, but it is a nice top, though. A nice skirt, though. And then the friend goes, oh, my God, it is a, it is a skirt. And the, other, and the girl's like, crushed. Pretty sure she killed herself after that commercial was over. <laughs> like the story of that, that girl went home and hung herself with no. that skirt top. Uh, <laughs> actually, what it is, is uh, that girl's going to be the antagonist of this new series. She's <laughs> like, you know, she is, only wears skirts as tops. Yeah. Because she is, you know, now she's 30 and she's living in New York. So that girl could be like the rival. They're, maybe they're like going for the same job at the fashion place. Who knows? Mizzy LaGuire? Yeah. Mizzy LaGuire. Mizzy LaGuire. Yeah. <laughs> I just hope the show somehow tops the igloo dress. <laughs> Gotta top that igloo dress. Um, what was that show about? I, I've never watched an episode of like, Lizzie yeah, McGuire. So what, what was that show uh, about? I, I, in reality, I like briefly watched it. It was like about it's like bullshit it was, version of Clarissa. It was like a day to day kind of life in the teenage girl. Teenage she's into girl. fashion, and she sang. She, her inner voice was an animated was an version animated, of her. Yeah, and um, I didn't. I didn't watch and she a also lot like had, like her inner voice would also like be like also represent like her diary entries too mm-hmm. and it'd be like i'm into fashion i'm into this it was, it was basically like <laughs> shitty clarissa okay yeah. i love clarissa Sh- so Rissa. i get you <laughs> well, I, I knew there was a lot of people who really liked it and i think there was an ongoing gag in our friend group where somebody brought one of the standees over yeah and like we had it forever because they kept saying it was aaron's favorite thing his oh, Maguire. that's funny and we had never watched it so i like <laughs> i didn't I didn't understand what was going on but it sounded funny yeah uh well let's let's go on this disney train uh woo, to woo. uh to the high school musical the musical the series Ugh. oh no that's that's actually what it's called because isn't, uh, it isn't the series supposed to be like them trying to find people to be in the high school musical 
something. Uh, it probably is. I don't know. Uh, it's it's going to be a Disney Plus series. I remember seeing a write-up of it. I'm like, wow, this sounds real convoluted. Is it like a documentary? Like- no, it's supposed to be like, a, from what I remember the write-up, it's supposed to be like a show about people auditioning to be in the new High School Musical, but like not a documentary. I watched uh, I watched the guy talk about it today. Uh, yeah, he comes out on stage and he basically says, um, it, we he were, they were working a really hard long time to try and make reunions happen with the High School Musical stuff. And they couldn't make it happen, so they were like, "So they no thought of the, shit. So they thought of the next best thing. This is they finally cracked the code." And he's like, "High School Musical, the TV series." <laughs> like, what? Yeah. So then he explains oh. that it's basically um, there was high school. The High School Musical happened, and everybody in this high school are doing the musicals from High School the Musical in their school. And yeah, oh, it's like meta. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> See, it sounds so convoluted. Oh no. Yep. Why can't it just be a new group of kids that are trying to audition to be in the goddamn high school musical? <laughs> Done. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, and then also on the Disney Plus series, uh, Forky, you know, that wonderful wacky character from Toy Story 4 is hey, getting his own TV series. It made a billion dollars. Hey, it did. And uh, it was also a previous announce, but it gave us a first look at it on stage. And uh, you gotta be forking kidding me, right? Like, <laughs> like, do you think he's gonna be like encounter a spork, even though that's what he already is? Thank you. Why is he called spork? I don't Sorry. know. That don't bothers know. me. I don't know. He's gonna encounter a spork or a fork called Sporky. That's what I think is gonna happen <laughs> there you go. in a world full of talking toys. I'm like, why is he called Forky and not Sporky? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was dumb or pipey. Nope, nope, no, you don't want to do that. You can't go into that. Pipey? Yeah, he's pipe cleaners. Yeah, he's pipe cleaners. He's pipe cleaners for arm. Pipey. Nope, nope. Can't do that. That's a lot of sex <laughs> jokes, though. Yeah. Well, that's also, you know, you know, drugs. drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of things. Uh, and then also Monsters at Work, which is another Disney Plus series. I actually kind of want to watch that. Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you got Aisha Tyler, which, you know, yep. why not? Mm-hmm. It's a workplace comedy where she plays uh, one of the characters' mothers. Okay. And, you know. Yeah, I think it's supposed to have, like, a, the office vibe. Uh, yes. Agreed. Uh, I'll see. Well, I mean, yeah, no, I'll give it a shot. But at the same time, the Muppets tried that, and that was true. not good. Well, um, the Muppets are getting a new series. I was about to say, speaking of the Muppets, um, the Muppets are also going to be coming back in a unscripted TV series. Okay. And uh, that's pretty much all they said about it because uh, okay. they they're not allowed to talk about it due to legal stuff. But they're probably going to just be the Muppet Show. It's probably just the Muppet, the Muppet Show. Tonight. In all honesty, I'd rather have that than the. So for the Disney Plus trailer that they released, the full one today, which is just a close of everything, mm-hmm. it actually starts off in the old theater from the Muppet Show with oh, Kermit cool. walking in the seats, and he sits and he goes, "Okay, guys, it's time to go," and then it plays clips. So I by seeing that, I'm yeah. hopeful that it's just going to be the Muppet Show because I still to this day. If I hear the first, like, bam, 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 my head instantly does the whole song. Just do the Muppet Show again. Yeah. yeah. And um, I know we're only halfway through this, but I mean, like, even with what they've already announced or what they've already said my money's about spent. Disney Plus, this is what the DC streaming service should have been as well. Mm-hmm. With all of this original content, if you're gonna if you're gonna go in on a streaming, go service, in, go all in. If and you they don't have, have the properties. Content. Yeah. Where's the Scooby Doo show? Yeah. Nope. Like for real? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you. Live action or cartoon? In fact, live action. I think you could pull off as a weekly like. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like for maybe mm-hmm. like teenagers, not I quite think kids. Owns it. Oh, do they? Yeah, I think the, the well, they Scooby-Doo just they did just um, yeah they just premiered the new one, which is um, Scooby Doo. Um, who who are you? Who or are you? Something yeah. like that. Uh, or guess who? Guess who? And, we should uh, look it up. I I, I could swear that Archie owned the 
the TV rights or whatever it was for it. I I, I thought it was yeah. something like that. I know that's so that was Warner Brothers Television because they cross over the Looney Tunes all the time. Oh, uh, you know what? Yeah, they might. It know. was Warner Brothers who did the, the movies, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, you're probably right. I, I probably just don't remember it properly. All I know is they have that new series with uh, Steve Urkels as one of the guests. Yeah, it's, they're owned by Warner Brothers. They bought them from yeah. Hanna-Barbera. Oh, okay. So, and yeah. they have never Ma-bee. let them go, apparently. <laughs> but like, what about if you do like a live-action Scooby-Doo for like maybe teenagers, not even like kids or, or adults? Like, I, Not me, but like that's a good show. I, go all in. Yeah, go all in because Disney's going all in. Holy they know that gonna, shit, they know are they going to get your in. money. So, <laughs> um, and not only are they going all in, they're not charging as much as DC does. Yeah. But, uh, so let's see. So then, uh, also what's next is the what if I'm looking forward to that. It's, it's looking really good. Did you hear about the clips they showed? Yes, I did. Oh, I didn't. So one of the clips is, was like winter soldier fighting a zombie captain America. Ah. Yep. And then the other one was a uh, black Panther. Oh, what did he get? Oh, what if he became star Lord? Oh my God. Uh, so and he's then the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> uh, Peggy Carter, where she gets a super soldier serum. Nice. And Steve gets an Iron Man suit. In, like Howard builds Steve an Iron Man type yep. suit back. That sounds so... And they're all voicing their characters. Yeah, I was about to say, because Haley Atwell actually appeared on stage after the trailer and started talking to the crowd. Haley Atwell is doing Good very on her. well. Oh, like, yeah. From what should have been a one-off small part with maybe one cameo, mm-hmm. like she has turned Peggy Carter into a MCU yeah. mainstay. Oh, yeah. Her and Clark Gregg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I think they've said she's going to be in Greg one Clark? of the upcoming Clark movies. Clark Gregg. Okay. <laughs> I think she's, they said she's going to be in one of the upcoming movies and one of the Disney Plus shows, too. Makes sense. I'm down. And it's like, go go you. Yeah. 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 And her show is also the only one they've they've actually acknowledged in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, with um, I was so happy to see Charles. Yeah. Uh, 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 what's his name? Darcy as... um. Mm-hmm. Jarvis, I was Jarvis like, I was like, oh my god, it's actually Jarvis from, from the, the show, sh- yep. like, yeah, which is the the first time they've acknowledged their show that is, you know, in yeah. the MCU. Uh, and then next one was Loki. Uh, so Tom Hiddleston wasn't actually there, uh, but he did record, mm. you know, something saying he looks forward to to being in the MCU or yep. you know the Disney the Plus TV series. Um, and it definitely follows Loki's that secondary character from Endgame. From Endgame, okay. So it's about him jumping through all these re- uh, realities, yeah, and figuring out, you know, mm-hmm. himself because this is before redemption. And apparently, he'll everything. he'll actually jump into like past events of the Marvel universe as well. And they revealed it was gonna be six episodes, which I think is the perfect episode count. I yeah. agree for one of these shows. Yeah, mm-hmm. just long enough that you won't get tired of it. And I'd be fine with with all of these different series, with how many series there are. I'd be fine with all of them were six episodes. Yeah. Well, apparently that's going to be the model for them is going to be all six episodes. Okay. At least the Marvel ones. I'm not sure about the other, but at least the Marvel ones are all locked in. They'll all be six episodes. Uh Okay. And then uh, speaking of stuff they've already announced, Falcon and Winter Soldier TV series we talked about a little bit. Yes. Nice. Um, And Sharon Carter. Yeah, I was about to say they confirmed Sharon Carter. Oh, yay. And U.S. Patriot. Yep. Yep. You're a U.S. agent. Yeah, U.S. agent and then the Patriot. Yeah, the Patriot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He's like so. an evil Captain America. Okay. <laughs> Kinda. Now's the time to do it. Yeah. Like in the comic books, it was like Captain America was from New York and he was created in like the liberal New York. Da, 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 da. So in the comic books, they create, they pick like a good old boy from like the South and they're like, you're going to be our brand of patriotism. And then that's how it was in the comic. I don't know what it'll be in this, but that now's the time to do that character. Yeah. Uh, and then WandaVision was also talked about a Woo. little bit. Oh, my God. Yay. <laughs> Which apparently they are farther along than we thought. They're already building sets for it. 
Oh, nice. There's been set photos of like like a cool observatory, like building huge sets. And I'm like, y'all don't have to. Y'all know CGI exists, right? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I think, well, <laughs> it, it was funny because they, they didn't actually show anything off, but they showed the tone off of it, which was the Avengers Infinity War intercut with the, the Dick Van Dyke show. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's going to be a half sitcom, half MCU. And then oh they said God. with a horror undertone, which to me means we are the sitcom MCU stuff. I think we're going to, okay. The Love Death Robots. Remember the one, mm-hmm. the Aquarius Rift, where it's the guy who's having this thing, but it's actually this. I think yes, we're going to see like, like that. sitcom moments, and then we're going to get flashes of what's really happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty cool. Like Wanda's yeah, going to yeah, create yeah. Leave It to Beaver and Dick Van Dyke, but then we'll see what's really happening. Fair enough. You know, I like, like that. I like and, then, that. and they revealed Darcy's going to be in yeah, that. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, yeah, Kat Dennings is back. Woo! Yeah. I love her. She did great. Is Kat Dennings and who else? Someone else. Uh, Randall Park is coming back as Jimmy. Oh, he did mm-hmm. a good job. As Jimmy. Woo! I feel like he's probably going to be Monica <laughs> Rambeau's so like liaison or with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's the character that's like the agent for from Agents Ant-Man, of Ant- Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From Ant- like he's like yeah, an he's actual Mar- Atlas, he is yes. an actual Marvel character, comic yes, character. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I, I actually love that comic, and I love that. I, was, I loved everything. Agents of Atlas was so Agents good. of Atlas was great. There's uh, actually a great thing where he shows up in the Savage Land, and it's also great then too. It's like <laughs> this is great. I'd be fine with him playing actual Jimmy Woo. From Agents of Atlas, if that eventually comes yeah. to well, being. Shang Li, uh, and you can start grabbing all sorts of people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then uh, that brings us to the big announcements, which was the new Disney Plus shows that they actually announced. Yay. Which was Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and Moon Knight. So oh excited God. about two of those. <laughs> <laughs> which I, two are those, Anthony? Moon Knight and She-Hulk. Yeah. I'm Nothing okay. against Miss Marvel. It's just I don't like who the showrunner is. I, okay. I also think it, oh, I think it's a little early. I don't know. Maybe I think I feel she's like, good if you're gonna have a aim it at the teen audience. Maybe yeah, but at the same, well, I I just mean like chronologically. Yes. even. like mm-hmm. she it makes perfect sense for like the teen audience and like as a corporate decision. But like when you think she idolizes Carol and that's why she's Miss Marvel. So I guess, but Carol isn't has been on Earth for like a second, yeah, five whole seconds, and well, I doubt like anybody knows her name or like. Well, maybe now since she maybe they're well, these three shit. shows are That's also towards like, the end of the timeline because they're after Hawkeye. So okay. who knows what presence Carol will have on Earth? Okay, in that meantime, yeah. you know. But I do see it that just was seems a little weird to like split. I, I think there I might know. be like some some camera footage of her like flying through Thanos's ship, maybe. Maybe. And then you know you getting a, a visual of her. Maybe. Who knows? And again, like I said, this show theoretically, Carol have now been on Earth or around maybe as an Avenger or whatever for a little while. That's true. Or the gap. So we'll I'm, see. I'm I'm I just don't. The showrunner is the same showrunner who's the who does the show who's the showrunner of um the four weddings and a funeral TV series. Oh. And it's not great. When you watch it, it's very clear that it's rudderless and doesn't have, like, someone steering the ship. And I actually was kind of bummed because Mindy Kaling really wanted to work on that show and be the showrunner. And I think she could have really pulled it off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the only one I'm kind of like, oh, I feel like you almost stuck the landing. But then again, (laughs) it's got how many years to work on? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Moon Knight, though. Moon Knight. Oh, my God. I didn't. Oh. Moon Knight, though. I wonder what version of Moon Knight do we think will be? Will it be that I have my powers from Conchu or I might be insane and I may or may not have my powers or it may or may not be just my adrenaline doesn't stop because I'm crazy. I mm. hope it says he's insane. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope they... Yeah. That would actually be really cool. I, I, yeah. Make him Daredevil only he doesn't have any powers. Exactly. Because I like that aspect in the comic book where it's like he's just so crazy his body doesn't tell him when to stop so 
it's not that he's super strong. He's just ripping the muscles off his bones. And I, I, w- I would love if they actually not that if it's not that it's grizzly, but I would like it to be kind of like Daredevil was on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Where it is kind of like, oh, you're actually seeing him, you know, hitting people. You're seeing all this. Hits matter. Have yeah. it, have it yes. so that every time he gets hit, that doesn't go away. Yes. yes. Those scars, have those him be scratches, bruised up those for a couple bruises episodes. are yeah. there. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I agree. Yeah. I fully agree. Yeah. Have it be that type of grittiness to it, I think would be cool. Give me the Femme Nikita, Peter Wilson gritty and we're good. <laughs> Just do Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Fair. I'm more hyped for She-Hulk personally. She-Hulk. That is, that is the thing it. that I'm the most hyped about with all of it. I just want a lawyer show. Me I too. I, I want Jennifer. I don't even need her to be She-Hulk. I just want Jennifer. Like she be- can be She-Hulk here and there. I would love it if the She-Hulk stuff was always like not in the background, but like never the point of the episode. Same. Yeah. I I would like her to show up to court, like walk in as She-Hulk, and then like within seconds go back oh, to being shit. Jennifer. I want it to be Harvey Birdman She-Hulk. Oh my <laughs> <Yes>. god. <laughs> that's what I would like it to be. That she type Hulk, of stupidity. Attorney at law. Law. Right. I just want it to be the practice. <laughs> uh, it's, it's Law and Order. S H E. I'm a little. <laughs> I'm a little bummed. Do I have to make another Law and Order picture for our Instagram? Now? Yes, you do. Yes. I'm a little bummed out that like, and who knows? It also is years down the line, so maybe the contract will be up. Maybe Disney will do it. I would love for her to be able to go up against Matt in court. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Yeah. I'd be cool. now. Especially because she started off see... as a DA. Mm-hmm. I could see that as season two. Like that would be so cool to see her. I I am excited. Not that I'm not excited for like I was excited for Moon Knight. Yeah. I'm excited for She-Hulk only in that like take the swing, Marvel. <laughs> Do the weird. Just make a lawyer show. Yeah. Like, yeah. Make a procedural lawyer show where her being She-Hulk still do it is not the point of the show though. That'd be so great. It'd be awesome if all she did, if it was just a court show about superheroes getting in trouble and the law. Yeah. Having, having to actually pay I would for watch things that. that they messed up. Yeah. Oh, especially. Oh well. Wait. I guess you got to bring Ruffalo into the show though. So I'm wondering how they're gonna do that. Episode one, and then yeah. you never see him again. Just like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Well, I just mean, like, how are you going to do... Because I don't think he goes back to Hank anymore. Not Hank. Uh, uh, so regular Bruce? Bruce. Oh, I don't no. know why I said Hank. It, Hank you know, Kim. it kind of doesn't matter because <laughs> no, he's No, actually, professor. I was going to say Hank Hill. Because he's... he's <laughs> oh. I don't know why. No, no, I'm saying, like, more so, like, I can buy that you guys are not thinking enough and dumb enough when you, tra- when you do a blood transfusion from Bruce Banner oh, to Jennifer Walters. Mean. And you're like, oh, shit, something went wrong. I don't buy that you'd be surprised something went wrong when you do a blood transfusion from Professor Hulk you know, may, okay. to Jennifer Walters. <laughs> I'm gonna go I feel with, like you've got to see that coming. I'm going to yeah. go with uh, there's an explosion or something happens, and Bruce actually can't get her to somewhere in time. So, it's like so he has yeah. to do an emergency thing, and he just hopes it's, for the best. And yeah. I'm just saying don't make her his cousin, then he can bang her good. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that no, at all. That. No. No, thank you. What? You're talking about explosions. <laughs> We're not, not those explosions. Oh, my God, no. We're not talking about... We don't need another gamma ray explosion, all right? It'd be cool if whatever explosion happens, she then is the one who has to, like, take them to court for the accident. And they're like, but oh. look, you came out fine in it, didn't you? Oh, yeah. It'd be kind of interesting. Like, yeah. she has to fight that case. That'd be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe that's involved with... Maybe or, the yeah, episode yeah, yeah, yeah. starts off with her fighting these people. Or, you know, in court. Well, because if she's the then, lawyer that I know she is in the comic books. She doesn't just defend in court. She does her own research and legwork and gets into shenanigans. She does doing research. So maybe Matlock. she's like she. Yeah, maybe <laughs> she's like matlocking her way there. Then gets in the explosion, and Bruce has to like, what the hell, cuz? Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let's shift tracks here. Let's go to Star Wars now. I can't wait to talk about this. Star Wars. <laughs> 
Uh, let's just start with like the stuff that we kind of already know. Clone Wars. We already know they're going to be doing a TV Super series excited. for mm-hmm. Disney Plus. The new season. The new season. So they announced that it's going to uh, debut in February 2020. So pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, and then they also announced, or previously announced, but they actually showed kind of what it's based on. Uh, the Rogue One series. Yeah. They're going to be doing the prequel series. And it looked, pre- like not looked, we didn't see anything, but like yes. the bits we saw or heard. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. It's going to be following Cassian and uh, K2SO and their shenaniganery and uh, what they did beforehand. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping we see more stuff like when we first saw them in Rogue One where they were on that like bounty hunting planet and they were doing, like, I want to see more of that. Yeah. I think it'll be hard for them to do some of it because Cassian kind of be Cassian does so many not so great things in the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. It'd be mm-hmm. nice to see maybe him be a good guy for a little, but I think they're gonna have a hard time with that because he he ultimately should be very hardened, depending on when he starts this like when this rebel this goes on in the rebel. Well, cause. we could also be seeing how he becomes hardened though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel. Uh, I just want yeah. to see more K2SO. Everything's yeah. about K2SO. It's yeah. true. about K2SO. <laughs> I think it's just another excuse for Alan Tudyk to do another voice. Yeah. I think that's no. all it is. I think they just keep okay. making movies. But Disney keeps fair. just making movies for Alan Tudyk. To be fair, <laughs> you've got Alan Tudyk. Yeah. You don't just not use him. That's fair. It's fair. I'll give you that. I mean, come on. Uh, and then I'm going to jump to Obi-Wan Kenobi. They officially announced the series. And apparently yes. all the scripts are done. Yes. yes. Yes, it is. I'm excited about that. Oh I God. cannot wait. I can't wait to talk what? about it. Yep. And it's going to be film, beginning filming next uh, next year. And they confirmed. Which I realized yep. a bummer thing. I was talking to Joe about. Uh, the, when it's supposed to start filming would also essentially be when the press tour for Birds of Prey is supposed to kick in. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be part of that press tour, which will really suck because he's a- the only other bankable name in that movie is Margot Robbie, and I don't think they're going to let the actress playing Black Canary do much talking. Oh yeah, yeah. her yeah, brother. Her brother is Jesse Smollett Jr. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, so yeah, uh, that's her brother. So I don't, I, I don't foresee her getting a lot of chances to talk from the PR people at Warner Brothers because no matter what, the question's going to actually be, so your brother, because she hasn't done a single interview about it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully she won't. And I hope she doesn't. Hopefully it continues feel, that way. I feel bad for her, but yeah. yeah. Um, did you, any of you guys actually watch him? Watch when he came out onto the stage? I did not know. It mm-hmm. was like uproarious applause, and uh, he walks over to I cannot for the life of me remember her name. Kathleen Kennedy. I think that was her. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 He walks over to her and he's like, "I have." She she mentions that the, what they're doing. He goes, "I I am not going to walk out here and say that I am playing. I'm going to ask you." Am I gonna play Obi Wan Kenobi again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah." And there's like, "What?" Oh, <laughs> I was freaking out. It was great. I'm I'm so jazzed about oh it. I, I, although, I want it so bad. Although, if you, it's really weird to think about. But his age, he's actually older. Yeah. Than um than what his face was when he originally did Obi Wan Kenobi. No way. Yep. Oh, yeah, funny. I think at this point. Yeah, I think he's older than. Uh, um, I don't know. Alec Guinness is pretty old in Star Wars. I don't know. I thought I thought I read that somewhere. I could be wrong though. Let's just go with I'm wrong. Okay. It's fine. I hope you're right because that would just be great. (laughs) Um, And then let's close this out with uh, the Mandalorian. Dude, that trailer though. The trailer looks phenomenal. So awesome. I don't even like Mandalorians. That looked awesome. It looked amazing. It looked like okay. So from the trailer, I know they said it was supposed to be following. 
I thought I was supposed to be following multiple Mandalorians, but it looks like it's just the same one. Well, it, it's Pedro Pascal. Okay. Uh, he's the guy with the rope in um, the second Kingsman. Yeah. He is the Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. The Red Viper. Which is yes. I'm which is good and bad for me because I'm worried based off that trailer. Like, do you never take your helmet off or talk? Because I love you, Pedro Pascal, and that would hurt me. <laughs> I, I think he will talk because I do think especially in a leading role it not that it needs it but it would definitely benefit from it uh to get some sort of talking uh but i i that's my personal thing i mean uh, you're probably right yeah i i yeah <laughs> i just that trailer yeah looks uh, so good i i loved seeing not ig88 which was McGregor IG11. Is only shy by 13 years Oh, 13 years? He's okay. only shy by 13 years. Right. Alec, Alec okay. Guinness was 63, okay. and he's basically like almost 50. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but that's not. That's oh, no, that's still, not, yeah, no. still closer well, than What I do thought. we keep saying? We're like, Ewan McGregor is just aging into this role. Oh, yes. For sure. Oh, yes. Yeah, IG-11, who will be voiced by Taika Waititi. Yep, Taika Waititi. <laughs> Again, why, keep making movies. Why not? That way you can have his um, voice. <laughs> Bryce Dallas Howard is directing one of the episodes. Oh, cool. Each oh, episode nice. will have a new director, and Bryce Dallas Howard gets to direct one of them. That's Very amazing. Cool. That'd be really cool. Um, and then also uh, Giancarlo Esposito is going to be in Which it. Which I was happy to see. Also yeah. um, Gina Carano. Yep. Uh, who I'm uh, indifferent with. I think she's good <laughs> as a shock trooper. Yeah, I She'll think be a good shock fine. trooper. Yeah. So one cool thing about this that I learned today is um, much of the CGI backgrounds and much of like the planetary backgrounds and stuff in a lot of the ships were rendered using Unreal. Oh. oh. So they did that because they're like the Unreal engine has gotten really good, which it has. Mm -hmm. It's really good at rendering um, true ray trace reflections. Yeah. And one of the reasons they did it was because while they were filming it, they could see on their monitors the actual stuff that was filling the green screen because Unreal was rendering it in there at real time. Not at the full resolution it would end up being output for the yeah. show, but they could physically see what things were going to be. They could even adjust the models while filming and they could have better interaction with CGI characters because they were literally watching the characters in the scenes. Yeah. And so they could all get their blocking like, oh, you know what? This will render better if I'm over here with the lighting. Let's move the blocking. Mm -hmm. And then for the final output, they were rendered using the Unreal Engine, which is really cool. That, that is, is really cool. IG-11 looked amazing. He looked great. He, lo he looked like he belonged in the scenes. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah. He looked like they built a prop of him. Yeah. And they didn't. <laughs> he's fully CGI. And I'm like, that scene, though, at the end of the trailer where he's pulling that guy through and that door Iris closes around. I'm oh, like, man. I can't wait to see someone get cut in half. <laughs> Yeah, it looks really good. I, lo but, I love all the planet shots we see. Mm -hmm. I like his ship. Yeah, whose name I forget now. The ship. It's called like the shard or the, something like that. The ship. The ship. <laughs> the rumor is that his ship has a carbonite freezing chamber on it. Well, because you do see carbonite. Uh, somebody quite carbonite. a few of them actually. Yes. So I'm I'm going to go with yes. Well, think about it. You're a bounty hunter. That's how I'm going to store them. Well, especially if you saw, you know, yep. it, it worked on Luke. So or yeah, Han, Han. yeah, or Han. Sorry, yeah. Well, because well, this yeah. takes place after Jedi, so yeah, that's yeah, a smart yeah. way. I don't have yeah. to worry about feeding them. I don't have to worry about them escaping or mutinying me yep. or taking over my ship. Just yep, shh, yep, done. done. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm so excited. About I'm, it. I'm looking forward. It, to it felt like a Star Wars movie. Yeah, it felt like a Star Wars movie. The way Rogue One felt like a Star Wars movie. The way, unfortunately, the Last Jedi didn't. Agreed. Like, That's our like, own personal... My opinion. Yes, our own opinions. But yes, I agree with you. And I mean, it's it's John Favreau. I haven't... He's done so many... I don't think I've seen him do a bad thing. He's done more good than 
dis- bad to me. Yeah. As far as what I've liked and disliked, you know. Oh, yeah. Especially when it comes to Disney he gave and, us and Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> he gave us Elf. And I guess also Iron Man. I guess Iron Man, you know, maybe. He gave us Happy Hogan, sir. He gave us Chef. <laughs> the movie and the show. Yeah. Yeah. I love that enough. show. The show is pretty fun. <laughs> I, I'm excited. I think, I like you said, Favreau, not, I'm not going to say he can do no wrong, but he's got a lot of credit with me. Mm-hmm. To this day, as you've heard me say a billion times, his is the only Disney live action movie I've actually genuinely liked. Oh, the Jungle uh, Book? Yeah. Aladdin wasn't bad, actually. But Jungle Book, his Jungle Book? Yeah. I loved it. I j- okay. and I did not expect to, especially because Jungle Book's not a movie I like already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like I already don't like Jungle Book, but I really do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that will bring us to the end of our D23 slash news segment. Quick segments. side note: What's that? Did anybody here watch the four second little blip of Black Widow? Yes, we got to it see? looked so good. Oh, oh that's right. Yeah. Yes. It everything about that good. was amazing. It looked like Winter Soldier. Yeah. Four seconds, well worth it if you can yeah, find it. It on was internet. actually agreed. It, it, which is nothing but a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, I knew I was forgetting something. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it did look great. That I, gave, I was like, ooh, that looks like a good fight scene. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I want to see, because I like her. I like, I think Scarlett Johansson always pulls off her mm-hmm. and her stunt doubles, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pull off hand to hand combat so well. Oh, they do. Like, every fight scene she has in Winter Soldier and Civil War, I'm like, you look great. Like, I believe you're yeah. doing it. And the cinematography looked good. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, cool. Thank you for, for reminding me about Star that. Star Wars. I completely forgot about that. And that's all the news. We don't have anything else, right? Yeah. Nothing nothing bad no, news. No, no, no bad news. No, nothing bad happened, oh, you know, no. news-wise. Uh, not the worst thing. No, not at all. But uh, I guess, I mean, there was a little something that happened with, um, I think, a little-known actor. Um, I think, um, is, it, is it Todd? Ta- oh, Tom, my God. Um, I'm so fucking bummed to be uh, talking about this. What is this? Oh, that's right. Spider-Man's gone. I'm For right so now. bummed. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then... After today's statements from Holland, it's kind of starting to seem a little more permanent. Yeah. I'm holding out hope. I'm, oh, yeah. I am too. I am too. It's it is still a the, bummer. It is still the first week. So in case anyone hadn't heard the news. Uh, which then if you haven't like, heard, why are you listening to this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, if you get your news from us, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ultimately, uh, the MCU and Sony, their deal is up and they have to re-sign essentially and renegotiate a new deal. They tried. They've been trying. They have not met a compromise yet to where both parties are happy. Therefore, Spider-Man will most likely not be in the MCU movies anymore. Correct. Such a bummer. And vice versa. The yep. MCU movies yeah. will not be in Spider-Man. Such a... I don't know, uh, man. This yeah. has been like a weird week. Because like every day, it's like slightly evolved and gotten mm-hmm. more. One thing, we now ha- got a full understanding. Because we, we all thought we knew, but we never had a full understanding of what their old contract was. Yep. And now we have that understanding where Sony paid for the movie, Sony signed the actors, Marvel produced it for free, and then Marvel got 5% first day gross of the film, or first dollar gross, which yeah. is basically first day mm-hmm. came first out. First day, yeah. Which uh, I think Forbes did an article, basically amounts to like eight, 17 to 18 to $19 million, which is, I yeah. mean, to me, I'd like I'd like a fraction of that. Yeah. Personally. I'll, take a, <laughs> I'll take a million. But in that movie scene, that's nothing. Exactly, especially if they are including, uh, since they are doing a lot of work for it. Yeah, I mean, yes. I think Kevin Feige, Forbes said Kevin Feige's production, producing fee itself is like 60 to $80 million. Like, yeah. Because he's like a producer and all this other stuff, and he, but he also brings a whole, along the entire yeah. group. Yes. And I guess Disney asked him, hey, listen, we want 50% gross from the movie, but we'll also pay 50%, for 50%. Of production cost. Yes. And I guess Sony said, well, according to Deadline, Sony said no. According to Sony... No, it's just that Kevin Feige is too busy to make time for us, which uh. I don't know that I buy. Because I think what was going to happen is, is that <clears throat> if they couldn't do the 50-50 split, mm-hmm. um, 
the, or they, if they could do the 50-50 split, Kevin Feige would still be on as producer. Yes. If they couldn't, Feige was not going to be producer. Yeah. And Sony didn't want to do the movies if Feige wasn't the producer, but they also didn't want to give up 50% of their yeah. gross. So uh, it, it was, And so since they weren't willing to give up 50% of their gross, they obviously weren't going to do the movies without Feige if, as a producer. Yeah. So it, I think, it's... I think it was either that or it was they wanted a Spider-Man film now. Yes. And I think Feige's like, well, we got all this other stuff to do. We will get to it, but not yet. And I think yeah. once that film made a billion dollars, and I don't blame Sony for this, once it makes a billion dollars, you want your next film as soon as possible. Yeah, at least within the next two years. Yeah. Spider-Man was probably not going to be until like 2022 uh, or 2023. Yeah, yeah. he probably was going to be in other movies. Yes. Just not. And then uh, apparently also Sony heavily wanted Marvel to do to produce the other spin-off films like Spider-Man or not Spider-Man, See, Venom. Venom 2 more. They wanted them to be able to See, say they were MCU films. And and apparently Marvel was like, no, well, that's unless where, you give us a cut of their profits. Yeah. That's where you get that whole, he's too busy. Cause making Spider-Man. I could see him making time for, but he's not going to make time for Morbius. No. Or Venom 2. Or Venom 2. Yeah. Or Black Cat. Or <laughs> like the reason why I don't buy that he's too busy for Spider-Man is because that is, he's openly yeah. said his favorite hero mm-hmm. that he got into making movies to make a Spider-Man film one yeah. day, which he's done multiple times. Yeah. It's just that Marvel's not going to let him not do work on other Marvel movies if they're not getting 50%. Yeah. But also, you know, forking up 50% of the production yeah. costs. Mm-hmm. But it's not like that movie's not guaranteed to make money. <laughs> and I love Spider-Man. Everyone knows it's my favorite hero. That movie only made a billion dollars because it was an MCU film. It was definitely oh, sure. helped. Yes. It helped. Yes. I'm not saying it wouldn't have made money without it. No. I don't know if it would have hit a billion dollars. Not it, just an MCU film. It was the MCU film that directly followed Endgame. And not mm-hmm. only was it any film, it also was their highest grossing film ever. Yeah. It, is, it was $1.11 billion. And, and that's going. Sony's highest grossing film ever. And climbing because it gets re-released this week. Yeah. Yep. And with four minutes of footage. Whoa. Whoa. I'm so bummed. I, I mean, I'm con- I, part of me thinks a deal will get reached. Yes. Because I think what happens is I think, one, I think Sony, they've been very open. They want Venom and Spider-Man to meet on screen. They want Venom to have other Avengers in that movie. Mm-hmm. And Sony really wants those goddamn TV rights from Marvel. Yep. And I think that's what... I think if Marvel said 50-50 split, but we'll give you the TV rights, I think Sony would have been like, how about 70-30 split TV rights? Mm-hmm. I'm going to maintain, I think Spider-Man was a profitable character with or without the MCU. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I think that his movies have always made an insane amount of money, whether they were good or bad. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man yeah. 3 still made money. It took this it long sucked, to beat Spider-Man 3. but it still 3. made yeah. money. Spider-Man 2 still made $700 exactly. million. Dollars. Yep. So <laughs> to me, I feel like with the modern pricing on things and the, the way movies are now, I don't think... It would have been that far of a reach for Spider-Man Far From Home to have already to have reached a billion dollars without the MCU. I don't think it's that far off. Sp- the Amazing Spider-Man was exa- was let's face it, the Andrew Garfield ones are not very good. So <laughs> you know, like, like yeah. I, I don't hate on those usually too often, but that second one was terrible. The second one was yeah, not was. very good, and that really that should never have made as much money as it did. Yeah, but it did because it's Spider-Man. So I feel like in, in, for Sony. Let's face it. They've got a moneymaker with or without Marvel. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Can they make more money with Marvel? Probably. But ultimately, they're probably like, why share the profits at all at this point if you're not willing to, to do more? And I do think Fahey, uh, he is the linchpin. And I completely mm-hmm. think that's what it is. Yeah. If he can't do production on it, they don't want to do it. Exactly. I, I think because they still, because what um, um, Holland's uh, contract is with Sony. Yes. For one more movie. For one more movie. So... 
they do still have at least one more in him. Yeah. For you know, for that. However, would the second one be as good without Fahi producing it? I don't know. Exactly. So I mean, like, it's an unknown. As far as, as far as money goes, though, I don't think it matters. It would have made money anyway. I don't think you would, made but they want they want a billion dollars. It matches them. Most studios want. I guess now the name of the game is get as close to a billion yeah. as possible. And when yeah. Spider Man first came out, two hundred million was the name of the oh, game. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when Spider Man two came out, three hundred million was the name of the game. Yeah. So I, I feel like it, it just that's essentially to me that's just inflation. Well, mm-hmm. it's not you an know. inflation. I'm saying I don't know that Sony can push a film to a billion dollars because they have terrible marketing for their movies. I agree. I don't I think, think that. I, I just don't yeah. know. I, I I don't feel like it's too. I don't feel like it's that far off. If a really terrible Spider Man movie could make that much money. Mm-hmm. To have just Tom Holland himself is so likable. Oh, agree. Yes. Oh, I agree. To have to be lucky enough to have kind of scored big on mm-hmm. the character, the person, everything being so charismatic and, and well liked. Yes. I, and at the same time, though, would he have been as well liked if Marvel hadn't helped pick him? Yeah, uh, I don't th- know that. And also, Spider Man also got a very big push at the end of Endgame because that was a the unique end situation. Of, that was the end of Phase yes. Three. So. Who knows? I mean, obviously, none of us know. But, you know, who knows if that was Endgame push or if that was... The Spider-Man movie was push. very good. Or was it a combo of the two? Or, yes. Yeah. Or, you know, combo of everything. Because also Spider-Man, like uh, both uh, Holland and um, Jake Gyllenhaal were everywhere leading up to that movie's release. That was actually a good press tour. I'll give them credit. Was. That was a great press mm-hmm. tour. Where they were just... Show- and then Zendaya. They were yeah. all three of them were showing up everywhere in their actual costumes mm-hmm. and, and actually interacting with I mean, with hell, he went people. to the theme parks as Spider-Man. Yep, as Spider-Man. My, my question is, and it's more so... And this is more so towards can Sony push it to a billion, is that the things people like about the Spider-Man are obviously creative decisions from Marvel. Mm-hmm. Sony has not always shown to be the most creatively gifted... With Spider Man, some of their directors have, and then their director, and then they meddle with their directors, and unfortunately, Sam Raimi ends up making what he calls a heartbreak of a film, yeah. which I I hate hearing Sam Raimi talk about how much he hates Spider Man Three and how he's like, I did wrong, I let the studio interfere. I'm like, yeah, but they were your bosses. At some point, you can't tell them no. Mm-hmm. You can hope they'll listen to you. I, I I feel like they're still making, at least you know, Sony as a whole is kind of making that same thing because Three Venom was completely shoehorned in to yeah. that Raimi movie. And it seems like they're still trying to shoehorn in Venom where he's not necessarily wanted. Not that he's not a great character. He's just not needed right now. He's not needed or wanted where they want to put him. And this Venom, whether you like the film or not, that's neither here nor there. This Venom is not needed nor wanted with this Spider-Man right now. Correct. I I can't imagine this Spider-Man interacting with that Venom. I feel if if the MCU had made that Venom, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Yeah. I feel like had had this been an organic piece of the puzzle to begin with. That this Venom would, be would have different. popped up three films earlier. Right. That Eddie would have popped that up three Eddie films Brock earlier. would have been a character sooner. Yep. And, and I feel like that is that is one of the reasons why, of course, we want Spider-Man to stay with the MCU. They mm-hmm. Their continuity, their world building is so much more intertwined than Sony's. Yeah. But I, I feel like Sony probably just sees cha-ching dollar signs and they're like, we don't need you. Mm-hmm. And I, and I hope that that I really I'm I'm being very optimistic. I feel By the like way, none of us are saying Disney's innocent parties here that they're not also oh, no. greedy. They're greedy too. Oh no! If if I've sounded like anything, I actually blame Disney a lot more than I blame Sony. Actually, yeah, because I feel like Sony holds all the cards. I don't feel like Disney has any legs to stand on. They don't own the character. They were just you know they both got lucky that they struck a good de- a, a kind of terrible deal actually. <laughs> well, good for like, one of them. Good for yeah. I, I know Sony <laughs> kind of made out like bandits with this. Like that was. The original for, deal when we were all reading about it was that Marvel was the one paying, Disney was yeah. paying for the movies. And then when and it, then it was like, nope, they were just paying Kevin Feige, essentially. They were just paying him. It's like, this is ridiculous that Marvel made no money from this. They yeah. just got to they use Spider-Man. Spider-Man. 
And so, it, which almost breaks my heart more because of, of all the things I've ever said about the Marvel movies, when Spider-Man was got back and they, they had to shift all the things around and make it so that two years worth of stuff was pushed back because they were adding Spider-Man in, I would have loved to see what it looked like without him. Mm-hmm. We didn't need him. We didn't need the Fantastic Four. We didn't need the X-Men. Yeah. We had a completely fleshed out universe without their big players. Yeah. And now, but then as soon as but they got now, him, now it's like. But now I can't imagine a universe without that, Parker. Yeah. And that's the one benefit Fantastic Four will have. When they introduce them, if they can do with them what they do with Spider-Man, where you didn't need them, but now they're, they're there, you can't imagine them, at least they're not going to lose that. At least them and the X-Men are permanent there. Yeah. I say that, but then some, watch some weird-ass shit where some I guys know, right? like, I worked for Legendary back in 1977, and I actually have the rights to Fantastic Four. And they'll be like, shit, again? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like... I again, if if Disney was like, we want fifty percent gross and offered nothing else, they'd be like, come on, guys. But they're like, but we'll they also pay. pay for half the movie. That actually doesn't affect Sony's profit at all at that point. It almost equals out to the same because they also spent fifty percent less. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think they want those TV rights. I think Sony's holding out for those TV rights, which I to- yeah, I can totally get. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to see where this goes because I do hope they can you know think of the children because <laughs> <laughs> Holland is. Real broken up about this. Oh, man, I felt bad hearing about his day at D23 today. Yeah, and then, Ooh, you know, Jeremy Renner is also trying to get him yep. back. <laughs> Jeremy Renner is the uncle trying to get his, his cast of back. Spider-Man has now unfollowed Sony on Instagram and Twitter. Oh, really? Yep. I didn't see that. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> so we'll oh, wait, That's the other thing. It's a PR nightmare right now for Sony. Yeah. Yeah. Even oh. though it should be equal amounts on, yep. yeah. on Disney and Sony, but I, I, this, this story was leaked. I don't know if Sony or Disney. Well, Sony definitely didn't want this out. I don't even think Disney wanted this out, especially right before. I D23. think someone I got think... a hold of a good piece of information and ran with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't think this is something you would want, especially right before D twenty three. This is not news you want to be out. Especially there. if negotiations really were still ongoing. Yeah, which they are. Yeah, which they absolutely are. So uh, we'll end that there. Uh, wah, wah. Yeah, we'll see. Womp, womp. But yeah, I, I'm I'm optimistic. As, as like Joe said, um, cautiously optimistic that something will be worked out. Yeah, I'm hopeful that people like making money enough to work a deal out. I'm not being cautious. They're totally going to make a deal. It's going to be great. All right. We're <laughs> gonna no hold cautiousness. You. We're going to hold you that to that, Joe. Yeah. Please be right like you were at Comic-Con. I got you all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, quick one before we end. We okay. got to see some concept artwork for the Eternals, and they look yes. great. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they yes. did. That's and right. they added Gemma Chan. That's Woo. right. And also Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington. It's Black Knight. Actually, I actually like him. I'm just being like shitty. It. That's right. Yeah, I, I, man, I'm forgetting a lot of things. Uh, well, you know, well, no, a lot happened all it, at once. It, in the past it makes two days. sense that he's a Black Knight because he was banished to boom, the Black for boom, the rest of pre-booing. of all time. <laughs> you know, in the well, show, you know, the Night's Watch. Jen is not having this. You know, you're not having this. No. Well, I'm happy because remember back in back when we did our <laughs> Avengers Endgame predictions and stuff like that. I kept saying I was hearing rumors of Black Knight making an appearance, and him making an appearance in Eternals actually makes sense. It does, and it. A couple people on the interwebs, a couple people who have a show that talks what you do beyond a trailer, uh-huh. tweeted how, like, this is disrespectful. He's a A-list actor from an A-list TV show and that you guys shouldn't just be praising everything Marvel does just because they do it because he belongs in a solo movie, not an ensemble. And I'm like, no, he's from a show that had a terrible last season. He himself has never proved viable at the box office. He has not mm-hmm. had a hit film yet. He himself has not proven himself outside of his series, of which he was a figure of derision for most of. People made fun of him. Yeah. And 
you're that's so short sighted. He's being introduced in Eternals because I keep saying I don't think Eternals is meant to be a franchise. No, I think it's a one and done, and maybe four or five characters from it get to continue on. Mm-hmm. He's being introduced in this to set up a Black Knight franchise, either a Black Knight franchise or Captain Britain, or I I think all those characters from that movie mm-hmm. is going to be setting up for other ensemble things. Yes. So that way they can show up in mm. this movie. They can show up in this other movie, but you already know who they are because exactly. of this movie. Um, I don't know about a franchise. I mean, it would kind of make sense because it is Kit Harrington. He is a big-ish name because of Game of Thrones, but he is coming from a TV show that is an ensemble show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in Black, if you put Black Knight in the universe, that is literally setting up for Captain Britain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Fair enough. I, yeah, but they look cool. They all look cool. I'm so happy to see Gemma Chan because I, I was so bummed that she was Minerva in Captain Marvel and then killed off. Yeah. I was like, oh. I assume she wasn't really dead. Just I assume that too. But now I think she's definitely dead because she's playing Cersei, who is the villain. Well, oh. depending on how you spin it. Yeah, depending on how the, the script is. I'm just happy okay. to see Gemma Chan. Agreed. In anything, ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now we're and done. Now with we're everything. done. Sorry, we had a PS there Whoa. for you. No, you're right. You're right. You know, a, that was two PSs uh, for me forgetting stuff. What'd you say? It's a PPS. I could be. Uh, Sweets. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, as always, we record live upstairs inside of Tate's Comics, Woo. Woo. powered by our friends, the 2000 Brigade. Yeah. Yeah. Find us on the interwebs, on the Facebook and the Instagrams. Take the talk 93. 93. Sometimes I post weird pictures. Are we up to 93 posts yet? No. Oh, damn. No. One I'll let times. you know when we get there. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> we'll have a double 93 day. Ooh. Woo. Uh, <laughs> as always, my name is Brian. I'm Anthony. I'm Jen. And I'm Joe. Are, are you Jen? I was I like, am. are you sure about that, Jen? <laughs> I'm Jen. All I right. Swear. Have a great week, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.